Welcome to the Runners Jam podcast, coming to you from Brisbane, Australia. I'm Condi Canuto. And I'm Sandy Canuto. And we're runners who love chatting all things running and triathlon. The Runners Jam is a place where we can share stories, encourage each other, and most of all, continue to build great friendships. So if running's your thing, then the Runners Jam is for you. Hey guys, welcome back to the Runners Jam podcast. I think we're on episode 14. Episode 14, we, we just bl- checked. We just checked, <laughs> we just wanted to make sure that we're actually on episode 14. How are you going, babe? I'm good. You good? Oh, yeah, yeah. Everything's going okay? It's all good. We're in August for those of you um, who are listening to yeah, this. Yeah, we missed July. We missed we did July, miss July podcast, but we're making but up for it early. That's okay. Yeah. And um, July was a big month though, wasn't it? We had the Gold Coast. Yes, we did Gold have the Coast Gold Marathon. Coast. We want to talk a bit about that today, and which we will be will, great. And we will. And in the next couple of weeks, we've got the… Sunny Coast coming up. The Sunny Coast. Yeah. So wow. everybody's hitting taper now. Everyone is hitting yeah. taper because it's only a couple of weeks yeah, away, isn't it? Yeah, it's going to be an exciting weekend. So hopefully by the time you hear this one, you know, we just… Coming out before the sunshine. Oh, you'll have this goes. ready tomorrow. Won't I you? hope so. Yeah. You know, and we'll have some great insight. Yes. Won't we? We've got for a your preparation. Very, very seasoned marathon runner with us tonight, Peter Jones. Welcome, Pete. Thank you very much. It's great to have you here. Great to have Pete here with us. Yeah, mm. and we've also got a, a newbie marathoner, lightly Chris Horn. Salted. <laughs> lightly salted, <laughs> not seasoned, lightly salted. <laughs> Chris did his first at the Gold Coast, so we're we're going to get two really different perspectives on marathon running today, as well as lots of other great stories from these guys. Yeah, looking forward to it. Very much so. Excellent. So we've got different accents to help you out as well. So um, Chris has got the Aussie accent and Pete. Mine's a bit more English than that, yep. Yeah, just a little <laughs> bit. Love the accent, Pete. Yeah, I was thinking yeah. you're throwing in a good day there just to, <laughs> just to make sure it's clear cut. <laughs> so Pete, what part of England are you from? I'm from just outside London in Essex. Okay. And how long have you been in Australia? Uh, since 2007. So what's that, 15 years? Good maths, yeah. yeah. That was that straight <laughs> I was going to sit there for a while thinking uh, that one. It's a one in it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's great to have you here. Yeah, what made you sort of move out to Brisbane or over to Australia, Pete? Um, I met my wife in London. She wow. wasn't my wife at the time when yeah. I met her. Yeah. Um, uh, I met my wife in London and she's from Brisbane. So wow. we moved back over here in 2007. So we got her to thank. You've got her to thank or to blame, whichever. <laughs> <laughs> We're thankful. We're, thank- We're very thankful. Yes, we are. And have you adjusted? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I've just, uh, I still, still haven't adjusted to Christmas. I still can't get used to Christmas being hot. Yeah. Um, Neither can I. No. <laughs> <laughs> but the rest of it, yeah, the rest of it, I think so. I'm starting to get cold in the mornings now, which I didn't get for the first few years. You're well, acclimatizing. Yeah. Yeah. Although, I don't know. Both of you guys will rock up to training on – what do we get? We get some mornings that are five degrees. Yeah, some. Yeah. And it's very, very rare to see a jumper on either of you. <laughs> it's shorts and singlets. Or... We're acclimatized. We're not soft. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Actually, I would like to just post now that they don't have a chance to respond. <laughs> to Kerry? To Kerry. Because <laughs> I got to mention in the last one, right, there's the Kerry scale. There's the Chris Cliff. <laughs> if it hits 10 that's when the jumper starts anything over that no nah, not a chance <laughs> I think I I've that. seen you under 10 with the, without a jumper I mean it's it's a cliff but there's you know, the rocks that I hit on the <laughs> yeah, way down exactly. as well, you know. I love that the Chris cliff, the Chris cliff. <laughs> so what is it Chris 10 10, 10 degrees okay. 10 degrees on, in the car on the way in mm. okay that's well that's something to um, 
put into the vault, maybe. Yeah, it is. Yes. Now, <laughs> to I, remember, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I do to remember. remember, to remember. <laughs> last, when was it? The last time you were at training, Pete. And you did drive down rather than run down, saying you were a little bit soft because it was cold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, I've got a sore Oh, okay. oh yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. The, I'm never sure if I've got to just sit in the car and go home or not. So yeah. it's good to have a backup. It's good to have a backup. Yeah, exactly. Home. Flick the seat warmers on or something like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's good. Yeah. All right. Well, shall we kick off? Yeah, Pete. So, what, what, how did you get into running? Were you always running? No. Um, I think I've listened to a few of these podcasts. Now. There seems to be a common thread that um, people that are not very good at other sport often take up running, uh, <laughs> and that's definitely the case. <laughs> I have zero hand-eye coordination. I was I used to play football or soccer, yeah, as you call it. Um, any, yeah, any, uh, yeah, yeah. I used, to, used to play that all, all the time, yeah. uh, but was never any good at it. Um, so all my friends would be good at that. I'd be rocking up at the football matches, sort of. A substitute of you know twelve players, I'd always be number twelve and never get on unless someone got injured and you know. And then um, one year when I was about eighteen, we decided to do a half marathon. Uh, so the four of us did that. Can and I, hang on, can we just go? It's it's not common to go. I just decide to do a half marathon if you've never been a runner. So the, that was probably the first time I'd been running. I think yeah. we just did a yeah. We just decided saw it advertised in the newspaper. Okay. And, and any kids out there? Newspapers. They're these yeah. things. <laughs> Old person Twitter, uh, right? Yeah, person. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I filled out the form, closed a check, posted Post it through the mail and waited for my entrance to come back. A um, check. A check. Yeah, yeah a I was going to yeah. say. Yeah. What's check. That's like cash, but yeah, it's an IOU. Pay, sorry, cash. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> cash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> going to make you feel real good tonight. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so, so we did that and the four of us entered and then I ended up doing a lot better than them. So yeah. I thought, oh, wow, hang on, these these three friends that smashing me out the field at every single yeah. sport we ever play I was better at running than them so I just sort of carried on doing that um, can you remember your time Pete it was about 140 142 oh, or something wow <laughs> so had you trained from when you decided let's just do a no, half marathon no I don't so think we had no. was your training just like soccer training yeah just, just so being sprints, young and running around yeah. 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 yeah okay yeah so it was about 18 or so, so and then you go and fit. do a 140 marathon yeah yeah, yeah. That, was, nothing of it, probably. yeah. yeah. Well, that was about 1990 uh, yeah, so I just carried on doing a few paths and stuff, joined a, a running club around there. Uh, and then in 95, I finally got into the London Marathon because wow. it's really hard to get in wow. through the ballot. So it took three years yeah. to get into it of getting rejected every year. Um, then I got into that. That, was, that wasn't very fast. Um, I did it without stopping, but it wasn't a fast time at all. Um, yeah. So that was your first? That was my first marathon, marathon yeah. yeah. So yeah. that was in, uh, in 95. And I, managed, I got in three years in a row then. Yeah. So I did three years in a row there. The third one... I didn't really train much probably for any of them. And then the third one, it really kicked in that I needed to start training. So I was getting old enough now that you can't just walk <laughs> up at a marathon without training and, and then finish it. So uh, so that was them. So what were your times in those first uh, few? Around between four and five hours. Okay, yeah. Um, so not, not super fast by any means. Yeah. Um, for you. For you. That's not super yeah. fast for Well, you. it was, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, for me. Yeah. Um, and then it, I managed – sorry, yeah? Yeah, and, and the – how did you feel? It, it – after doing it, the, the next day it was very much the really hard walking downstairs, and yeah, downhills yeah, top and stuff. Feeling, Certainly yeah. holding on to, to banisters when you're walking downstairs. And stuff, <laughs> yeah. So. Um, yeah, so so I did, did did a few of those, um, and now I've just sort of entered marathons sporadically over the years. Um, I did a couple at Belfast in Northern Ireland because I didn't get in the London a couple of years, and I still I've done some training for it then. So I did Belfast with a friend who lives there, so I did that. Yeah. 
Um, and then I did one in Amsterdam just because I wanted to do a f- one overseas. Right. And that was really cool, doing one in, yeah. in Amsterdam. Um, uh, and, yeah, just, just did a few, few more of those. Um, after around, what was that, about uh, 2020, I did my first Ultra, which was the uh, Guzzler and the Gold Coast 50 in the same year. Um, With the Guzzler, that was the 50K? That was the 50K, that, that yeah, the, Guzzler, yeah, yeah, 50, yeah. Uh, and the uh, GC50. And that's um, a, obviously the Guzzle is a different type of run. Yeah, that's it's a trail a, a run. Yeah, trail yeah, I got, yeah. got into trail running uh, a few years ago. I only did, did uh, road running then a few years ago. Uh, Steve Parker and Mark Morton of this parish that you, um, that you had on a couple of weeks ago. A couple of months ago. <laughs> that's right. Um, they let me um, become the third wheel in their bromance. Uh, <laughs> and, and I started training a lot with them, doing a lot more, um, uh, a lot more trail runs. Uh, and I found I was getting injured less because I started yeah. getting to the age when I'd get injured quite a lot. Not yeah, in my yeah. calves, but it could be anywhere that just get injured, and it was starting to get a bit annoying. Um, so yeah, so, so I started doing trail running, and, and I seemed to get injured a lot less. So I kept that up, and that's what the uh, the Guzzler is. Uh, and then did the Scenic Rim 65k last year, and later on this year in October, I'm hoping in the Black Hole 100. Wow. Um, that Steve and Mark spoke about a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, yeah, I shouldn't have listened to that podcast first. Haven't heard Steve saying <laughs> Steve saying how he was praying, crying. Uh, yeah, perhaps I shouldn't have heard that before doing it. <laughs> yep. Wow, that's, so that's an exciting exciting. adventure. So from when you started, like getting say the London, where you had that three years years yep. in a row, were you training properly and consistently at that? No, point? I only really started training when I moved to Australia. Okay. Um, when I moved here, um, I joined a running group at, at work um, and then just used to sort of just go running around the streets. And then um, I started doing park run, park right. run at Stones Corner yeah. um, in 2014, I think. Um, did that for a number of years. And that's when I started getting faster and started doing sort of 5K runs at a decent decent pace. Um, and then I broke my arm um, doing some, some sick jumps on a BMX. <sighs> Well, here's <laughs> um, my six-year-old daughter's bike, and I was <laughs> there. It is. I was like, yeah, I was mucking around on it. Come on, fell, tell the story. Fell off from less than standing height and managed to <laughs> land awkwardly and uh, landed on my yeah, broke, broke my um, broke my arm. Oh no! Uh, and that was a couple of weeks out from from uh, the Brisbane Marathon when I was really hoping to get a PB then. Yeah. Um, but that kind of was was good in some ways because that's when I became a run director at Stones Corner because I was knew I'd be out for quite a while. Yeah. Um, so they're, they're, I made a really sort of a good bunch of friends at Stones Corner. So I was heading down there and um, they just said, "Why don't you become a run director?" And uh, yeah, so I did, and I was I was a run director for just over a year there. Yeah. Um, which is really good. You got to meet a lot yeah, more people yeah. and, and and what have you. And park um, runners so you know important to us as runners. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah, it's it's great. Right, park runners really helped me. Yeah, make friends, moving to a new country. Um, yeah. Made a lot of friends through running, through initially park run, and then through Runners Jam. Now. Yeah. Um, it's, it's it's really sort of yeah, it's been great for that kind of things for your mental health and everything. Yeah, mm. just that community. Of yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. So then do, doing the, the run direct in there until. Um, I used to get absolutely dead nervous before doing the actual talk at the start because I've never been comfortable with that sort of thing. <laughs> and the first one, I was absolutely, you know, just 
my hands were shaking. I didn't, didn't even have speeches at my wedding because I was too nervous about <laughs> about doing a speech in front of a, a group of people that were all probably drunk and cheering me on. I couldn't do that. So, <laughs> so Stuart at Park Run in front of sort of three or four hundred people. Who was sober? Yeah, who was sober and yeah, pre-coffee and yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so you know, so I was a bit nervous doing that, and I used to get a bit stressed out the day before. So so I did it for about a year or so, and then I thought, okay, that you know, I've, done I've conquered of, my fear. Yeah, done enough of uh, yeah, yeah. Get, getting stressed out on a Friday night. So um, I gave up that and. Yeah, and then COVID hit, whatever, and I've yeah. kind of moved to Underwood Park, Park Run now, yeah. which is a lot closer. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and we love having you there. We do. Oh, I love, love yeah. being there, yeah. yeah. Pete's, um, for those who don't know Pete, Pete has got a pretty good 5K time. Let us know your... Uh, well, 17.42 is my PB. Yeah. That's so pretty good. <laughs> That's a few years ago now, but yeah. yeah. But still. I'd like to think I could reach it again one day. Oh, but, I'm sure he can. But, uh, yeah. It's no 17.41, but you know. No. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And when you say it's a few years ago, it's not like that you're that far off because you've you've done 18 minutes something this year. I, I did 17:59 a couple of weeks oh, ago. Did you? Well, there you go. You, yeah, but that was that was sort of out of the blue. I didn't expect that. Yeah, so. yeah. it was a nice yeah. surprise. It was, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. What a journey! That's I love um, how you were doing marathons without really being into training. That's mm. just crazy. And I think comes back to a lot of good genetics, obviously, that you've got going on for running. Yeah, I think the genetics are fine for running, just not so great for uh, for not getting injured. And <laughs> yeah. my, my hips have been sore for years now, so I'm just just an, an old man, <laughs> not, not, not wanting to give, give up. So, yeah. Wow, what a great story, Pete. Obviously, we're going to come back to yeah, a little bit definitely. more about that as well. But Chris, how did you get into running, Chris? It's a bit left of field. <laughs> I actually started running when I was training to be an instructor for kung fu okay okay <laughs> so i was doing a martial art at one of the local schools uh for a couple of years and it got to a point where i was able to start instructing and so there's got this training program and part of the training program was um you do a three-hour really intense session every saturday and the yeah. idea is you get physically fitted as, as much as possible um, and the start of that was a 3K and it was just sort of running around the block a, a few times. And um, the intention was that to continue as part of the instructor training, you actually had to do a better time every single week. And you get like, you can't do it two weeks. You can't do worse two weeks in a row. So the pressure was like really, wow. really, really on. Um, uh, there was a lot of bombs. There was a lot. Because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing. You know, you're running in flat-footed kung fu shoes and and then oh, you wow, do another yeah. two hours of punching bags and, and things like that. So that sort of got it started where I was like, oh, you know, I can actually do 3Ks in 12, 13, 40 minutes sort of things. It was, you know, you're kind of really affirming when you start seeing those stats. Um, mm. uh, gave up that after a little bit um, and uh, started running with a local with some mates around from work um and they actually had something called beer runners um (laughs) (laughs) which was an after work you go for for a run we even had a couple of cyclists and you'd go go for a a beer and you know that was the idea is that you earn your beer by having a run um and that sort of spurred on some some nice sort of social running which was lovely um and then i was going oh look i need to want to sort of increase my times and stuff and one of my mates said have you heard about park run no, I hadn't, you know, mm. not at all. And I so Googled it and, okay, oh, well, there's one down at Underwood. And so he gave that a go, got three in, and then COVID hit. 
Yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask, when did you start? Yeah, park three so park runs before, before COVID hit. <laughs> wow. I was double checking my stats today. I was like, oh yeah, one, two, three, and oh, there's another seven or eight months. Wow. I didn't go. Um, yeah, and it had already hooked me by the time I got to my third. I was yeah. like, yeah. yeah, I was just jonesing for it the whole time. Yeah. But um, the great thing about COVID was that I was out, you were able to still go out. And still and, run. Yeah, yeah, so I was increasing my long runs and things like that. So I actually um, ended up getting one of my long runs up to about 35Ks um, and that was just sort of on my own and then made myself grievously injured as a result because <laughs> I just kept on yeah. increasing every yeah, well, single exactly. time. It's like, great, I just, you know, had time and that's all I had. Yeah. So, so um, what injury did you get from that? I think it was my ankle okay. at the time and it was bad, like it stopped me for a couple of months and wow. then, you know, went to the physio. And they were like, oh, no, no, you need to give yourselves breaks every now and again. Like, oh, okay. That's, <laughs> that's, that's an idea. That's yeah, okay, right, <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, and so when we got back from COVID, um, I think it was Al Scanlon one day turned around and goes, oh, there's a group of us on, on Tuesday mornings. I'm like, oh, I can't make that work. What time do you finish? Half past six hours. Oh, no, I can make it to work. And then... I think one day I was like, I don't have any meetings in the morning. I'll I'll yeah, go along, yeah. and then I don't think I've missed a session since. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it was like regular. work moved. <laughs> yeah. It's great um, when that can happen. Yeah, yeah. Well, I made it happen. So. Yeah, yeah. So it's really interesting how the social side of it has played a really big part in for both of you and parkrun in particular huge absolutely yeah. huge it was running and especially runners jam got me through a pretty trying time with COVID and every little yeah. thing shut down and yeah it just yeah just kept me going like literally yeah that's exciting yeah. Yeah. it is that community isn't it yeah you know, definitely. that sense of um, just that belonging and just everyone supporting each other mm. especially if you're in that COVID time which is you know yeah it was lo- I mean there was that one period of it where we were only allowed to run with one other person and with a mask uh, yeah, remember yeah. yeah. we had to wear a mask for one period <laughs> that didn't work too well <laughs> um, but I can remember like we would head down we would go down to Underwood Park to do our runs oh, yeah. in the hope because you'd see you'd see other people you'd see other yeah. runners jammers or other people you know from Park Run or whatever running around the streets too so it was kind of like this yay we get to see people hello from afar <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> we still got our fifty meters distance or whatever it was <laughs> you know but it's so important the social side mm-hmm. so Chris what happened to your kung fu. Uh, I, I stopped doing it. <laughs> <laughs> did you get up to black belt or something or, uh, or did they have I, I, belts? I don't there, know. There, there was uh, a grading system, yes, yeah, yeah. and I will not disclose <laughs> what I got up to. That if he was training to be an instructor. Exactly. <laughs> there's, there's an assumption there that isn't correct. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to – yeah, yeah. So, Chris, you obviously um, just recently did your first marathon at the Gold yes. Coast. Number one. Number one, yep. Compared to Peter's, who's done probably, what, 17? 17, yeah. 17. So, you're just starting your marathon journey, I suppose, Chris? Yeah, he's hoping. Yeah. The first of many, I'd <laughs> like to think. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure. How was it? How was it for you? Um, it was amazing and it was terrifying and it was so hard and it was soul destroying, but then so uplifting at the same time. And I think everyone can see that like graph, it just goes up and up and up and then it comes <laughs> down, but then back up at the, at the end. So, um, the whole experience was just nothing I'd ever had contact with before. It yeah. was just the atmosphere alone, you know, being, having that starting line of what was it? 4,000 or 6,000 people, um, it, it's mind blowing. You're like, wow, all these people are just as crazy as I am. Like, <laughs> um, what made yeah. you want to do a marathon? 
You guys did. You okay. Into it. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought I'd do it before. And then everyone kept on talking about it. I'm like, oh, you know, everyone's talking about it. May as well do it. So <laughs> the most affirming peer pressure I've ever had, I think. <laughs> element of contagiousness. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I suppose I'm just looking for those challenges, you know. Yeah. Um, so I, when I joined you guys, it was very, I think it was actually around the last time this time last year because I've sort of been with you guys for about a year now and everyone had just done Gold Coast and, and Sunny and things like that. So it was really sort so of like coming he- the high. He- yeah, hearing yeah. all those sort of mm. stories, which was fantastic. And um, then thinking, oh, wow, that, that's such a huge feat that you'd never even be able to do. And then sort of as you know, I was progressing with training and with, um, you know, with my parkrun times, I was really concentrated on getting faster. That was that was one of my earlier goals, just to go as fast as I can in, in parkrun. Um, and I kind of sat there and went, oh, wow, I'm keeping up with some of these people that have actually said that they've done this great achievement. And then mm. New Year's hits and you're kind of like, yeah, that'd be a nice resolution for the year, <laughs> I reckon. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I think... I think I said it to you over the weekend. Is that once you say it out loud, you know you've got you've got yeah, it. That's so true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you think so about true. it, you think about it, and you say it out loud. Like, yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's my goal. Accountability. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> exactly. Everyone's heard it now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got to do it. And I mean, you did a New Year's resolution. I mean, that's a feat on its own. Most people have them, and um, that's true. They get yeah, away. that's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. Well, that gym membership's still there. So. <laughs> 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 All right, so have a um, talk us through your your training. Like, so you've decided, yep, I'm going to do it. Yep. What did you What did you know to do? What did you decide to do? Yeah, I knew I needed to do incremental increases per week. That was one thing that I learned from my COVID and my isolation time. And yeah. I obviously knew from my own body that going from you know five k park runs, maybe even ten k's on our Thursday, to jumping to a fifteen or twenty immediately. That's that for me is a real trigger to get injured. Um, so um, I knew to do those incremental increases, excuse me. But I also knew then I actually needed for myself to do a circuit breaker. And this is one thing I tapered in part of my actual, um, my plan was to once a month, I'd actually completely zero out my long run. Mm-hmm. And that was an injury prevention that the physio had actually said by going, hey, look, that's actually your, that's how I reset, recover a little bit, you know, um, which really, really helped that got me through. So that's it actually great. meant that I had a very, very long lead up. I was one of the first people. I was in February going, hey, let's start training everyone. And they're like, what the hell is wrong with you? Like, we're not even thinking about it for two months, you know. And I'm like, come on, let's get, let's get to 12, let's get to 15, you know. Um, yeah, so that did put a lot of extra time on. And I think I was a little early as well. I know we've had a couple of conversations yeah. where I was. Yeah, you picked where, quite early. I picked quite early. But then, you know, we sort of readjusted and kind of went, okay, let's sort of dip and go back up, sort of keep that those levels up. And we sort of swerved back on track as it was and yeah. then kept going. So, um, yeah, that was that was it. Just the, the increases and, yeah, not going too crazy at any one time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So what were you happy with? Like, um, so I know you've shared with me during the marathon, you mm-hmm. didn't have a goal time as such or? I, I pretended like I didn't. You, yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the microphone of truth there. Yeah, that's it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was definitely a sub four. That's, that, was yeah. my, that was my goal was yeah. to sub four. But B, you know, I was realistic going, you know, how my training had went, I went, okay, anything between 340 to four was, was going to be realistic depending on, you know, and then obviously being my first one, it was just, let's just get it done and cross that finish line. That was kind of like my very 
back yeah, up goals. Because you yeah. don't you don't know what your body's going to do if you've never done one yeah. before. You don't know how it's going to react. And I know we would go into the city and you would do long runs and. Mm. Most of the time, you looked fabulous after your long runs. Oh, thank I think you there very were, much. I think there was about one or two where you were kind of looking at you going, oh, that was a tough one <laughs> today. <laughs> but gen- in general, you mm. looked great after your long runs. So you oh, were doing you. 30, 32, uh, you went up to 35. 30, 35 was the max. Yeah, yeah. 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 And that was comfy. Like there's no wall for you at that point. You're doing it all good. At that point, that yeah. is correct. <laughs> so, and what I, what I want to get people to is that, You've got to respect the distance. Like running yeah. 35K in training is different to running 42 yep. in an event. Yep. So talk us through your experience of that. Um, yeah, very confident in my head getting up to the 35. Yep. Like as you said, nine times out of 10, I was crossing going, yep, cool, I could take off and do another five at mm. a comfortable pace and I'd be all right. And I was really lucky with how I found someone like uh, Matt Egan, who for some reason, the 5.30 pace for us is our like forever time. Yeah. For some reason, that's the mm. magic number for us. I don't know mm. any slower, we can't seem to do it any faster, we can't seem to do it anyway, that's the magic. Mm. Um, uh, and so that was really what we trained for and and went the whole time. And yeah, we as I said, you can go forever. Um, and then... Uh, getting to the marathon itself. <laughs> uh, yeah, very, very confident in knowing that I could do that. And then going, okay, first 5Ks going out, let's keep to that 5.30s, which I did. And then I went, yeah, I, I can push this a bit further. I feel good. I feel pretty good. I feel feel great. You know, I might have crept down to 5.20s, 5.15s. There's a, there's a bit of fives in there as well. <laughs> and then, yeah, yeah that's yes. And then I, that's the sound uh, Matt Egan made when he, when he he caught up to us at one point because he, he, um, he did the half. And so he, he joined in with me for a little bit. And he's like, I looked at my watch. Yeah, five, fives, I'm going great. And he's like, what? what? <laughs> 30 seconds faster than what we've been doing in train. I'm like, ah, it's fine. It's all good. Don't worry about it. And then, you know, 36 case hits. <laughs> and that was, the, that was the proper Chris Cliff earlier. <laughs> so I tell you that right now. That was, that hit me like a ton of bricks, that 36 K. So. So talk us through your experience of the wall. Cause people hear the wall and the it's wall. like, well, what yeah. is the wall? Yeah. And I had a concept of, I knew what it was. And I think I was even saying to you, Sandy going, okay, I'm just going to take it nice and easy up to that 35. And I know that wall's there. I'm going to use that as a motivator to get me self yeah. across the line. There is nothing that you can build yourself to get through that. You have to be Iron Man to really, you know, be able to get through that. Um, it was, yeah, yeah. It was, wasn't for a lack of fitness because my heart rate, I was looking at my watch going, okay, cool. I'm st- still sitting at those nice ranges. Mm. Um, you know, my brain was, you know, pumping. I was like, you know, the atmosphere was still really good at that point and everything like that. It was just my head wasn't connected to my my legs and I was willing it with everything I had and I just saw the K, it just dropped and dropped and dropped. You know, I think at some point I was, I, I did walk for a couple of bits, but yeah, yeah and you just, you're devastated with yourself. But then, you know, you, you get picked back up, you know, near the end of it because, you know, you get back in the crowd, you pass that fantastic runner's jam tent, which is just the most <laughs> motivational <laughs> tent that there was. There's um, a lot of love from there. there, there, there. there. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, and you pick yourself back up and you, that's sort of that huge motivation to get you over the line without, you know, stumbling over yourself. So, but that wall is, is real. It is. And I now know where that is and where that lies to me. But I'm really interested to know for next time how I can adjust to actually 
see if I can get past that. Mm. You know, if I was to, you know, sorry, I should say when I'm going to do it again, it'll be, so now I've said it's that out loud. There. <laughs> <laughs> You're recording? <laughs> <laughs> um, it, that'll be my next goal is, okay, how can I get through it without walking or stopping or something like that? That'll, how do I change it out to, to get to that point? So, yeah. It's very interesting, isn't it? And it's that (laughs) shuffle, uh, and we're going to speak to the seasoned marathoner in a second to get Mm. his take on Mm. all of this. But it's that shuffle of, okay, is it the dropping, do I drop my pace a little bit? Is it that I ran, didn't quite have my nutrition bang on? Or, Mm. Mm. you know, there's some, and it's probably a bit of everything. Mm. Um, But yeah, it's fun to play with. But it's like, it's 42K to. To, you've got to do so way. much training is, to play with it. It's yeah. not like a park run where exactly. it's like, I got it wrong this week. I can try, try again, again next yeah. week. That's you it, know? Yeah. <laughs> it's a really big deal. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> you put a lot in to try it. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, absolutely. And Peter obviously had a different experience at the Gold Coast, didn't you? Peter, you actually paced yeah, I was a, um, a three-hour twenty pacer, so I was the one wearing the balloon and that's right. Uh, that's <laughs> bopping you in the face as you're trying to run behind me. <laughs> so um, to pace three hours twenty, you've got to know you can do that really comfortably. Yeah. So and I we chatted about this before recording as well. So your fastest marathon? That's two fifty-eight. Two fifty-eight. So yep. three twenty, you were like, I can. Uh, yeah, I was quite I'm happy with very three twenty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I first signed up for the three twenty, it was a couple of months ago, or probably three or four months ago, uh, and I was like, oh, it's been a been a little while since I've run that fast. Could be doing mostly trails, and trails you don't tend to run yeah. as fast, as long as there's hills and you often walk up the hills and stuff. So to run forty-two k in that that, that pace, yeah. uh, I wasn't hundred percent sure about. So I did a couple of training runs and. Yeah, and uh, I thought, yeah, I'm happy enough doing this. And what pace is that that you have? That's four forty-four. Okay. So, so as a pacer, do is the plan to just sit on four forty-four every kilometre? Yeah, I think because the Gold Coast is so flat, um, you don't really need to be like the the idea was to do sort of each each half sort of about a minute faster than than you need to be, so it gives people time to to back off a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, there there were two of us, uh, or there's two people at each each different pace. I was mostly the one at the back. There's like of the pack, so the other the other fella was doing most of the actual um, pacing until he had to, he needed a toilet break. So a couple of k's I was at the front. Uh, I think most of it comes into the last sort of five or seven k or so when when you know the people that are likely to actually get the three twenty, okay, uh, and you might need a bit of yelling out or motivation or or whatever. Yeah. So a lot of that was just running up and down the pack and just sort of trying okay, to get people so to. That's questions I have. So yeah. you're saying there's a pacer at the front and a pacer at the back. Yeah. Of a pack? Of a pack, yeah. There's Are these people who've identified themselves to you beforehand? Um, or? A few did. If you come up at the start mm. and just said they'd like to – they weren't necessarily the same people that were still there at the end. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people just sort of, you know, as you're passing them and think, oh, I might see if I can hang on to them sort of thing, yeah. and, and they, they do or they don't. Um, there's a few even 5Ks out that, that look pretty strong, and uh, they start sort of flagging a little bit, okay. and you're sort of trying to – Try to sort of ease them along a bit, but you can just tell that they're not going to, and you can't hang around with them because no. you, there's other people that. Are, and that would feel so bad. It was, yeah. There's a few people there that you saw at the end, like finishing up, like finishing three or four minutes after mm. their, their plan time. And it's so so sort of oh, sad because so you really want to help them. They're literally like on on sort yeah. of thirty eight, thirty nine k, and you're sort of willing them along, and they they can't sort of just just do it the last few k. Oh, but that would be hard. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's funny what Chris was saying about the about the runners jam tent there. I've, um, there's a photo that Gondi took. Um, mm. The, One of my favourites too, Pete. Yeah, well, that's a, um, Steve. Steve said when he uh, the other week when he said he said he's never seen me looking as happy as I am. Oh, you were so happy, and I totally was as well. Yeah, it was just yeah, you look elation. so fresh. Yeah, it was look just, like you've only just started running. And, and this is at the what forty one point. 
yeah, probably the four three mark yeah, or something yeah, like that. Yeah. But just just hearing the cheers and seeing all those friendly faces and stuff, and yeah, it was just such an amazing yeah. feeling to to see everyone. And yeah, I yeah. just yeah, I was elated. So yeah, it was great. Yeah. You look really. I fresh. love that picture. I, I love put, it too. I put, put my photo favorites. on the promo yeah, piece. Will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so why pacing? Like, how many? Have you done it a lot? Or? Um, I did pacing a few years ago. Um, I just got got into doing it at the uh, Bridge to Brisbane, mm-hmm. the 10k there. Um, I did a few of those a few years in a row. Um, I, I think I don't even go into. It. I think someone just pulled out and asked if I could do it in their place. So I did that, and then your name gets on the email, so you get emails mm-hmm. each year. So then because of that, there was the Springfield Marathon. I did the 320 pacing for that as well a few years ago. Uh, there's only one person running with me then, so it's literally a, a, a single person pacer. Yeah, yeah. So that was really because he did it as well. He did it under under oh, uh, wow. 320, really and he got him in third place as well. So he got a uh, oh, a prize good. for it as well. Which wow! Is good. Uh, yeah, so um, I've done it there a few times. Um, uh, Springfield, yeah, uh, Bridge to Brisbane a few times. Got a Great South Run. I've done about three times uh, pacing for. Uh, I just think I enjoy the pacing because I'm, I'm not sort of getting faster anymore. So you want different sort of challenges and yeah. like with the uh, with the the sort of ultras and stuff, I, I'm sort of challenging myself to run further and helio courses or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think just doing this sort of thing, yeah. plus it means you get free entry to a race. I do like oh, that. <laughs> well, you know what though, if you're dragging balloons behind you or that massive flag oh, that, that flag, I've seen uh, you at the yeah. Bridge to Brisbane, Bridge to Brisbane, yeah, you deserve a free entry for that. Yeah. Yeah. Bridge to Brisbane, if you pay, you don't even get a medal. They take oh. your medal off you because you didn't pay for an entry fee. That's oh, rough. No. Rough. Do you get to take the flag home? No flag either. You get nothing. I even had to queue up for about ten minutes to collect your medal afterwards, and then they scanned my uh, scan my running number yeah. and said, "Oh, this is saying you don't get a medal." So like, typical way I rejected. But everyone else is collecting their their bling. You're like, fine, but I'm getting that second banana. <laughs> yeah. like not only that, if I can ask yeah, a question, if that's right, but not only did you pays. You were, you were smack bang on that at the end, weren't you? Yeah, I, I, was, I think I you was, were like... Yeah, 10 seconds slow, but I did have to carry someone over the finish line. So if it wasn't for that, I'd, oh have, my goodness. I'd have, um, probably been spot on, yeah. So that's, Pete, that's amazing. Three hours and 20 worth of running and you had a 10 second difference. <laughs> Did, yeah. did you have to like were you nice slowing thing. down like were you looking at your watch going if I yeah. slow a little bit now if I pick up a little bit um, now I wasn't just sort of waiting at the finish line sometimes I paced at park run and you think oops I'm in early I'll just really yeah. slow down that last day <laughs> it, it wasn't like that um, but no it was, it was pretty spot on all the way like I said I wasn't doing most of the pacing it was this other fella that, that was for the first like right. 35k of it whatever was doing most of the actual pacing but um, yeah the last few it was just running up and down the pack and just and, and what are. is the distance from where the lead pacer was to you? Um, probably about I don't know, 20 or 30 metres okay. or something. It wasn't yeah. a huge a huge gap. Yeah. Um, running with balloons for a whole marathon. What like? The balloon, I think it's more annoying for the people behind me than for me because mm. they're the ones getting biffed in the face with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, it, it wasn't too bad. If it's not a windy day, I've done it before on windy days and it seems as if it's like dragging you backwards. But mm. yeah, that, that was okay for... For Gold Coast, okay. and you get a free balloon at the end of it, which oh. you get to take home and give to your children. Did you get a medal for Gold Coast? I did get a medal. For yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, well, and the shirt. Case. I'm hoping to. And the shirt. Too. Yep, I've got everything for that. Yeah. Which is nice. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's well really deserved. Good. Absolutely well. Very deserved. well deserved. So obviously, for you at this time, you said you're not getting faster. Mm-hmm. Which I, I don't know. I don't Does think anyone that's believe true. that? Zero. Okay. I dread that the day that you're you're injury free. Like I'm not even yeah. going to see you. <laughs> What's that speck in the distance? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's right. I mean, Pete's been doing these amazing times, and that's after steroid injections and going through some recovery things. So yeah, yeah it's amazing. So you're thinking, I 
I'd have the joy of pacing people as I'm not expecting to tick off any faster races at the moment. Yeah, Yeah, that's the thought behind it, yeah. Okay. That's pretty cool. Mm. And so, Pete, do you have – is there anything different in your preparation as a pacer when it, when it comes to um, your lead up? I think the three twenty was fine because yeah. you can that, run that that's anyway. about that's about the sort of a running pace I'd sort of be aiming to do it in anyway. I, yeah. had to, I did the um, I did the Bridge Brisbane ten k last year. I was doing the sixty minute pacer, and that was harder because you're running that's a lot slower, slower than you used yeah. to. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of half the speed almost. Yeah, I'd expect to do it in sort of thirty eight minutes, and I'm doing yeah. it sixty minutes. Is yeah, you, you, you're it, walking. It's, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine while you're <laughs> concentrating. You're almost looking at your watch the whole time, but. As yeah. soon as you get chatting to someone, you forget and you start speeding up. Yeah. Well, and if then... you get that fun again, I'll come and pace you for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, you're not going to get a medal that way. So, yeah, there's no, no different preparation for, for ones that are the right pace. But yeah. I don't think I'll do it again for 60 minutes because that was just too slow. Mm. Yeah. So. That is yeah. slow. You need Even I can do it less than six <laughs> Yeah, well, this year I'm doing the 4.5K one, the 18-minute, because they'd, they'd um, run out of spaces for the, the 10K okay. at, at mm. yeah, Bristol Brisbane. So then mm. the 4.5K one. That, to me, seems extra special, though, as well, I have to say, because people who choose the 4.5 over the 10, that's kind of the start of their journey as well, isn't it? Mm. They're people who aren't necessarily going, oh, yeah, I can do bridge the brisbane with everyone else here's the people are going oh that's a bit too much to me let's actually yeah. do the, the shorter one or or kids or something yeah it is it's really exciting as a runner to um support the newbies or you know those who are starting out in their journey and yeah. and what and encourage people along mm, mm. and watch them grow um yeah it's fun yeah it's it is fun. it is so pete how do you fit all your training Obviously, uh, you know, you've got a wife, you've got kids and that sort of thing. Yeah. How do you fit it all? I mean, you're working down at the Gold Coast, like you said. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a big commitment. Yeah, I used to uh, used to be after the kids had gone to bed, I'd go out and do sort of a run in the evening. But you're kind of quite limited then because it'd be like 9 o'clock before I was heading out and you're kind of limited to a 10 or 15K run then and you don't want to be out that late. So, yeah. Um, Thankfully, there's this great running club near where I live. Never heard of them. <laughs> five fifteen twice a week. Um, no, Runners Jam is great for that because it's you know it's, it's basically early. basically running out early morning. My, my um, uh, wife and kids go to church on a Sunday, um, so I sort of head out before they're gone, and I normally arrive back before they're home. Yeah. Um, obviously, park runs in the morning, and then Runners Jams. Well, they're, they're most sort of four runs a, a week normally, so they're all early morning ones and you just you run four times a week Pete four times a week yeah is all, yeah. all I really do yeah um, so all before the, the yeah. rest of the family and are when up. do you normally do your longer runs is that on the that's Sunday that's normally a, a Sunday yeah. morning yeah, yeah. Sunday. Uh, Sunday morning so and how long would you normally run Pete because you um, it's, it depends on the year like this year um, when you're asking uh, Chris about his how he sort of trained for or got, you know, got the distance right mm. this year was a bit of a, a weird one because I did the, the beer while is 18 I said earlier it's, I saw it's 18 marathons did the beer while uh, night, night time one with uh, with Mark in January um, so that was uh, that was then so obviously then you kind of need to let your body recover for a little mm. bit and then get back up to uh, uh, ready time for this um, what was the question <laughs> what did I ask I can't remember it's about too. long runs yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah a long one yeah that's yeah. it yeah yeah so um, normally depends depends what we're training for. We, when, uh, uh, Steve, uh, Mark, and I were all, all training for the scenic rim last year, so we were doing our, our long runs on a Sunday morning, perhaps up to about sort of thirty, forty. We did one fifty k run um, this year. I turned fifty this year, um, so right. I did a fifty k mm. run on my birthday to yeah. try and celebrate turning fifty. Yeah. yeah. So thanks again, Mark, for uh, <laughs> coming along with that one. Because, um, 
Yeah, that would have been a bit harder to do on my own. What yeah. a present. For <laughs> <laughs> the other thing is that I, I don't know where I'm going around here. Uh, I have no sense of direction. So when I so that's not a great thing that, that Steve Mark helps out with. Yeah, going, going bush. Um, I'd still be running around the same like 1k. Oh, we can't put you and Condi together. It's a good thing you're not the same pace, honey. <laughs> <laughs> one tree looks like another. I don't get how they can I know. know the difference. Yeah. One tree and one track looks like yeah, another exactly, too. Yeah. They're all the same. Yeah. <laughs> They're just freaks, the ones who know the way around. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 Pete, what sort of drove you to the trails? Well, um, I, th- I think. Getting a bit bored of road running. Yeah. Um, so I was getting a lot of injuries that, I guess this didn't drive me to the trails, but it probably kept me on the trails was that I wasn't getting injured anywhere yeah. near as much. Um, it is much nicer, I think. Some people love running along roads. Some love running along rivers or the sea or, or the beach or whatever. Yeah. I just like enjoy the running in the, uh, in the bush. Yeah. Um, Why do you think it's less injuries for your body? Um, possibly because I'm going slower maybe it's just because the, the terrain is changing so you're yeah. going up and downhill and and sort of things you're not just forcing the same sort of muscles to go mm-hmm. through the same same thing over and over and over yeah. again your feet are hitting the ground at different yeah, angles totally, yeah. that sort of thing yeah, yeah. and you, you, you're sometimes walking up hills and stuff and so the, yeah i think it is just it's just less intense um it's, it's harder in other ways but and i think it's just really helped because i've hardly been injured other than yeah longer term injuries that yeah. not really injuries i guess um yeah. yeah i think it's helped a lot yeah and talking about injuries, mm. Mm. Chris, what about yourself when it comes to injuries? I feel like I get a lot of little ones. Yeah. Like that was one thing at the start of my marathon training was in the first couple of months, I was seeing the physio every two weeks for, yeah, for a little bit there. Um, and it was always whether it was just, okay, now I'm starting to get into those kilometers or whether, you know, it's just that repetition I needed to adjust to or something. But yeah, I find that I've got quite a lot of little, little things that sort of stifle me for a second and then, okay, let's recover and then keep going on from that. Luckily, um, <laughs> Such got touch with um, you know, I haven't had anything that's like severely stopped me f- for a while or nothing that I haven't been able to go to the physio and go, Hey, let's try and rectify this, um, you know, through you know uh, through a program or something like that. But I'm I'm always about the prevention. I do a lot of of uh, I've got a, quite an in depth program, a couple hours a week that I'll actually do uh, muscle and leg work just to make sure I've really got that good stability to, to get through it. Mm. So, is yeah. that as in strength work? Chris? That is strength work. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so on the off days that I don't do runners jam, I'll actually do strength work um, at that gym membership you got <laughs> <laughs> it's actually my home that was, I was that gonna was, say it's was, in the lounge room it's, isn't it it's actually not it's, it's out the back and it's, it's, <laughs> i have to put it away every day <laughs> my pull-up bar is is a crowbar that i just have, have between a couple of fence posts and actually it's, my pull-up bar. <laughs> it's wrapped in a, t- in a sheet so it's not bad on my hands but um yeah so that's a, a lot of prevention as much as i possibly can yeah. but um uh, I had my Achilles is probably one of the more ongoing ones. Um, mm. And that was something that uh, was a little bit more major. That was about two months out from the marathon. And that was, uh, okay, do I get orthotics? Do they become part of my regular running shoes or things like that? And I actually found that getting orthotics, having them in my work shoes, wearing them for 40 hours a week helped anyway. But then on my running shoes, I've just got some heel lifts or I just go natural on those. So it's not that I having to keep on adjusting um, you know, my thought expert, the shoe, it's actually, okay, I'm, I'm going with the shoe that I, that I want to do. So, yeah. Cool. Mm. Do you do strength work, Pete? 
Don't look like Perhaps I need to talk to Chris because I'm the opposite. I never do warm downs. I never do stretches. I'm appalling at that sort of stuff, which probably explains why I have had so many injuries over the years. But I just, just hate all that. Yeah. 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 I am up 45 minutes before Tuesdays and Thursdays warming up. Before Are you the really? Yeah, yeah. I'm up at 4.30s. I do do 20 minutes of warm up before I get in the car and drive down. You know, yeah. we do warm up at the session, eh? Yeah, it's probably not, not enough. Not me. enough for you. <laughs> there, there's a, there's a warm up component and then there's also a um, bathroom component. <laughs> <laughs> Just keeping it PG for the kids. Um, yeah, yeah. I feel like I have to get moving. To, to get moving. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's very good. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) A bit of alliteration. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, Pete, I wanted to ask you, we've circled around it a few times. Obviously, you are so experienced. We now know it's 18 18. marathons. So what have you learned over this time? Like, what are some tips you can give people? Hmm, Mm. Tips. Um, I think number one is you've got to enjoy the training. Because it's uh, so many people, I think, sign up. There might be New Year's resolutions. They might be drunk down the pub or whatever. They sign up for a marathon. Uh, and they just think, oh, you know, I can rock up on the day. I'll do a bit of training maybe. But, yeah, like I did on my first few, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, and that's all right if you're 18 maybe. But as you get a bit older, you need to do the training. And you're not going to do the training if you don't enjoy it. So that could be, say, park run even. I mean, mm. that, that's not I mean, it's obviously a 5K run. But then you make running friends through park run. Uh, things like Runners Jam, um, where you then meet people and say, meeting up with Mark and Steve, that I've done so many long runs with them, mm. um, which would have made it. It makes it so much easier because you've got someone else accountable to make yourself accountable. If you yeah. if you if you just wake up and it's like oh, it's too cold out there or too hot out there or yeah. too rainy, mm. if you're meeting someone at sort of four thirty somewhere, then you can't really just let them down. Yeah. So <laughs> I think yeah. I think enjoying the training because if you don't enjoy it, you're not going to keep it up and then you're not going to, you're going to be all sorts of pain for the marathon. Mm. That's good, Pete. What else? One, you said one, enjoy the training. Enjoy the training. Um, We need a list. (laughs) I think getting used to taking drinks and and whatever on the day, um, practicing taking gels or whatever it is you want to do before Mm. the day, Um, getting good quality running shoes as well because, and getting the right kind of running shoes for you. Uh, you may see this new pair of Nikes that looks spangly and bright and the right colour, um, but they might not be the right type for you. Mm-hmm. So get yourself fitted, certainly for your first couple of pair maybe, get yourself yeah. like that's good fitted advice, with the, yeah. the correct amount or the correct type of running shoe. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really good. And it's a bit of trial and error, isn't it? Because, oh, totally, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, they could feel good in the store, but not so good mm-hmm. when you get home. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Then you've just got to be brave enough to pass them on to someone else if yeah. they're no good. <laughs> Quite often at shops or even runners' warehouse, they, they give you a 30-day, yeah. you can send them back. So Brilliant. I did that. I tried the, the Hoka ones out when they were all the rage, um, and I just couldn't get on with them. I went up for three runs in them. Um, I felt bad doing it, but I returned them to because oh, they've really got good. a 30-day guarantee. Yeah. Um, so I sent it back to them, and it's only store credit, but you know, you're always mm-hmm. going to spend money at runners' warehouse, aren't you? So, um, <laughs> yeah, so, so um, I did that. And you also touched on nutrition and hydration um, and practicing it yeah. in your long runs yeah. Yeah. Mm. a lot because your belly can be funny. And like um, Chris was saying before we – I think before we started recording We had as not well recorded too. yet. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, that sometimes like what they had at the offering at the Gold Coast at the drink stations wasn't suitable for him. Mm. It made mm. him feel sick. So have you – Yeah, totally. Like, I've generally stuck with the same, um, the same gels. Um, 
they're probably not the best ones. Um, but they, but work, they, for they work for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, don't, they don't give me a sore, sore tummy or anything, which yeah. which um, which is a bit of a, a bad thing if you're doing a long run to, yeah. to get the uh, get the, the the sore tummy. Do you have a system, Pete, when you take your gels? Or do you take them after a certain time? It's normally about it around every half an hour. Yeah. Uh, leading up to a water station, because most of them you need to have a drink with it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been a couple of times where I've done that for a water station, and then I can't get to the water because people are just stopping and having a chat at the water station and yeah. you can't can't get there and that, that can sort of cause problems because you've got this sticky gloopy gel stuck in your sort of uh, in your esophagus um that you can't sort of wash down um yeah that sounds great okay that's so pete you talk about enjoying it you talk about nutrition you talk about good shoes and i think on the on the day itself you've got yep. to just get there nice and early it depends what type of person you are I have to get somewhere early <laughs> otherwise otherwise I'll be stressing out if it started at 6.30 and I rocked up at 6.15 I would be having oh, all no. sorts of palpitations on the way there alone. and then allow yourself plenty of time for, for toilet stop before you yeah. start because there's always a queue there's always a queue yeah, if you get there at 15 minutes before the race starts you're probably not starting at the same time as everyone else because you'll still be in that queue yeah um in fact, I think Chris passed me on the before the Gold Coast Marathon. He was walking down the road, and I was still I was queuing for the toilet. <laughs> Do you know what happened though with that one? Right, is that we were quite close to bathrooms that didn't have a lot of line. I knew that from the day before because I went to we went and observed the half, got to there, and went no no. We'll be fine. We'll keep Is walking. Is this down near the start line, Chris? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. we kept on going the next, next bathroom, the next bathroom <laughs> along until we got right to the start line. And it's like, well, we're here now. We're going to go to these ones. Should have gone to the first ones we saw. <laughs> it would have been much quicker. We weren't late. It was okay. So. Live and learn. <laughs> Live and learn. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking if I could use my balloon as this kind of, excuse me, places are coming through. Can I get privileges? That should give you privileges. Should yeah. do, yeah. But toilet unfortunately, there, there isn't a, uh, a pacer's toilet, unfortunately. <laughs> no, but surely you could push to I the front of the line. The with I could have done. You just walk yeah. up. There are people depending on you. You've got to do it. <laughs> I'm too English. I love standing in a queue. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to go in front? No, no, no. Sorry to trouble you, but yeah. That's funny. So what um, what we were talking about before in regards to nutrition and mm. hydration, Chris, um, Pete had a question for you before we started about running. You did it with a hydration vest. I did run with a hydration vest, yes. Um, and that was uh, I through all my training, any of my long runs, I, I ran with a hydration vest um, on Sundays. We were running around through the city. Um, and even though there were some really choice bubbles and things like that, I wanted the ability to take a lot of uh, short sips on regular intervals, which seemed to really work for me yeah yeah that and as you said pete as well you know you have your gel and it's like okay now i've got goopy mouth i want to be able to wash that out or or, you know get that down immediately Mm. i don't didn't like that feeling um and so i knew going into the marathon that i was going to be running with that as well to keep that consistency through there as well so um yeah ran ran the marathon with the hydro vest and it was only really near the end of it that i really sort of started need to rely on the water stations i think it was like one Mm. yeah even then it was Cup one, splashed on the head, cut, yeah. cut two, take a seriously. So. <laughs> um, and just yeah. reflecting back on that process, um, mm. Chris, would you do that again with the hydration vest? That's I would part like, of your style now, if you know what I mean? I would like not to. Yeah. I think um, I, used, I used the term safety uh, safety blanket earlier. That was It was really a comfort thing to know that, okay, at any point I can have my control over it as I need to. And that was a really great segue going and having that backup wherever I needed to, you know, I didn't want to between be between stations and then go, all right, I need something right now 
or feel like you need something right now and then not have it. So um, I'd, as uh, I think Pete, you even said, you know, you've got an extra two and a half kilos at the start of the run, um, you know, because I had two kilos of water, so two liters of water on my back and an extra 500 mil of, um, of uh, electrolytes on me as well. Um, uh, so I'd really love to be able to not have that and see how I would, I would react to that. But it, it, for me, it was a really great segue to make sure that I can do, do it comfortably, yeah. So we'll see you running around the city on long runs without a hydration vest in the next lead up, hey? Uh, I've start, I've dropped it yeah. off now. Yeah, even last weekend we did yeah. we did a close to it. I think it was an eighteen, and I didn't even think about it this time. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the load is lighter. The load is much lighter. Although I can't say I found I found a really good one that suited me well. Like it's got it really uh, is really snug, and so I don't feel like it's you know like wearing a backpack where it's you know sloshing about everywhere. It's you know pretty comfortable. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and Pete, you don't wear any of that sort of stuff, do not, you? Not on marathons. Not on marathons I do marathons, for yeah. if I'm in the trails. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, but you kind of need it there because there's not many bubblers or water stations mm, in, right. in the trails. But <laughs> none you uh, want to drink from anyway. <laughs> no, no. But uh, certainly in the winter, it's not as in, not as important because you don't sweat as much. But in the summer, gonna get through that two and a half oh, liters yeah. in about an hour. So yeah, yeah. exactly. It's pretty, pretty hard. Mm. So that becomes an important part of you oh, know, totally. the running totally, yeah. sort of mm. gear that you have. Yeah, this mm. inexpensive mm. hobby that apparently you've just got to buy, <laughs> buy a pair of running shoes I've, and that's it. I've heard it. that said to me a couple of times, yeah. Yeah. And even then with the Ks, I mean, you, you're saying you've got the Black All 100 coming up. So yeah. you're doing pretty big Ks every week. So. Yeah, yeah, I get through sort of two or three pairs of, of shoes a year. Yeah. And probably more than that. We've been training say. for the Black All, yeah, probably mm. three or four pairs a year. Mm. So talk us through your training for the Black All and what you're hoping the race to look like. Um. Well, it's after listening to Steve's podcast um, <laughs> about all the tears and prayers and and things that, that he he went through, um, I'm I'm just looking. But like I, I did the um, the 65k at the scenic rim and I hated it. Um, there was it was a hot day. There was no shade. Um, you think it's a trail run. You think it's trees everywhere and you're in the shade. But there was so much non-shade at scenic rim. Apparently, it's more shady than that. Um, it's it's not quite. It's, there's obviously more hills because it's a lot further, but the the, the ratio of hills is, is lower. Um, and Stephen Mark both said it's a great run to do. It's a great course. Um, I'm just I'm just hoping for a cool day, a reasonably cool day, and uh, to, to rock up to it feeling feeling pretty <laughs> pretty okay. I've got um I've entered the the Logan Marathon, which is about a month beforehand. So I'll take that pretty easy, hopefully, and just to do it as a as a final long run, and then mm. sort of start sort of a fairly long taper from there, mm. and just hope I rock w- up. When is Blackall? Uh, Blackall's on the fifteenth of October. Okay, all right. So. Okay, yeah. So you've still got a bit of time. <laughs> still got a bit of time, yeah. <laughs> so your longest run, what do you think you go up to? Um, in training for it, probably. 50, um, I'm assuming I'll do a sort of a fifty k at some point. Um, I do a lot of my training, most of my training with Stephen Mark. They get a lot yeah. of mentions in this podcast, don't they? <laughs> um, it's the bromance. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's lovely. It's beautiful. Um, but no, we. Um, I'm hoping to do sort of fifty k or thereabouts. I don't think I'll do too much more than that because there's only so much. Yeah, you can, I was going to say, you sort of when do, you're getting so. up to those distances, you really need to then do back to back runs anyway, yeah. don't you? Yeah, so, do, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's what they they were saying that they were doing before um, before their black hole. They were doing back to back ones and sort of running off fatigue muscles then. Question from an amateur on that, though. I've heard, Sandy says, I'm going to pull her into this, <laughs> <laughs> that, you know, anything over that 35, 36 mark, it really is start 
becomes less about training that's beneficial and becomes damage as well. So training for a hundred K and with that in mind, is it something that you just ignore that rule and go, okay, you need to build it up and get used to it. So you just kind of smash through it. Or is it something that you use a different methodology or? Absolutely no idea. (laughs) (laughs) It's just my first one. So (laughs) who knows? Maybe I'll be talking to Sandy and find out. Stay tuned for episode two. Let's see how he comes out. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, the research certainly is coming out, well, it's been out now for a while, saying that after that three-hour mark of running, Mm -hmm. you start to accrue more damage than benefit. Um, and so that's why they then push towards the back-to-back. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, hop up the next day and, and go out Do on the tired again. legs mm. to get it going. But, yeah, I, I wonder the same question and I'd love to speak to some really experienced trail runners to find out, mm. well, if you are training for 100, yeah. mm. how do you do that? Because, yeah, there has to be some level of damage that is going to happen. So it would yeah. be certainly interesting mm. to speak mm. to someone way more knowledgeable and experienced than yeah. myself. Yeah, well, if you, if you do, let me know the answer because <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Flip question then, before you do your research, I'm going to ask you now because the red record button's on. <laughs> what are you planning on doing going into it? And then we'll after it, we'll ask him to see if, if it worked or not. The actual run itself. Do you mean time? Uh, training, I meant, sorry. Oh, yeah. Training? Yeah. Um, well, so I've got the, the marathon four weeks out. Um I would assume that I'll do my start taper from there. So that's 42, so, you know, 30, 20, mm. 10 or whatever the mm. weeks beforehand. Um, other than that, the long, the long trainings, because um, Steve and Mark, the reason I brought them up just then is that they've got this last one, man standing, standing, last person right? standing, whatever yeah, it is. Exactly. Um, but unfortunately, it's two weeks earlier. So they'll be doing long runs for that because mm. that's going to be a up to 24-hour race, yeah. up to 100 miles. Mm. Um, so they'll be doing long runs for that. Mm. Uh, so I'll be probably sticking to glue with them, whether they like it or not. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll just uh, follow them. But Pete, you've also done some adventure racing, haven't you? I've done some, yeah. yeah. With, um, with, I, with Mark and Steve. Yeah, I, I couldn't get one of them. One of them that's that's the, the road game that's a bit sort of similar to orienteering. Mm. It was just insane because I just ended up like it was in the training. I was just following them around because they were kind of staring off vaguely into the distance and talking about knolls and <laughs> and you see that that row of trees along there that's obviously a creek that's going up to this knoll and I was I have no idea what they're talking about I'll just just follow them around so yes obviously yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, out of sympathy they let me lead for a little bit <laughs> but they, they knew it was a big field basically where we were heading for the trees just over there so I couldn't really go wrong with that bit but yeah but I, I really enjoyed the day. It was a, a six hour, six hour or eight hour. I don't know. Yeah. A lot of hours. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was really good fun. I really enjoyed the day, but I, I realized how useless I was uh, to, to the team. Yeah. The team wouldn't have yeah. done any worse without me there. Yeah. So any better. No. So, yeah. so trail running is a good fit then because there is a course outlined for you. Yeah. I definitely need the course to, yeah. to follow rather than just trying to, yeah, yeah, trying to find something. a compass. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that makes sense. Now, was it the – we know you did one uh, trial run. Was that the 65K where the fire came through? Or? Yes. Yeah, Tell the, the one that, that Steve and Mark couldn't finish. <coughs> I, oh, oh, bromance. I, I, I finished. Shots fired. Shots fired. Doing it. I, I finished it. They didn't. Uh, yeah, thankfully, um, there, there was a, uh, a fire that came through, but um, that was uh, – I just got through where the fire started. Because um, you were ahead of Stephen Mark. I was ahead yeah. of him, yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> Why has your posture gotten better for a second? I don't know. Just, <laughs> listeners aren't going to see it. Yeah. Chest out. Chest out, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
and yeah it was circumstantial that I had the petrol and the matches on me at the time but <laughs> um, yeah they uh, yeah there was a fire there and Steve and Mark had to turn around it's quite heartbreaking for, for Mark especially I think because he um, he was just planning his his water stop for um, for like this water break that's coming up and they just turn around and run back another oh. and he just used up his last mouthful of water oh, and his no. oh. yeah but he should have been faster than he would have been, <laughs> <laughs> would have been in that position would he yeah. well it's his own fault really yeah, <laughs> right, right. yeah he's going to walk it love you mate it's all good sorry mate yeah. <laughs> so I was, I was pretty, pretty fortunate to get through that because I mean they've, they've done 100k before so it didn't really matter that, that they I mean they still did 64k I think on the day because yeah. that's turn around and go back to the previous thing so they still pretty much do the distance so um but yeah, I'd have been pretty annoyed but if you it was me because yeah, I did the real course, the, yeah. the, 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 the proper one. Yeah. So, um, did you know when you'd obviously gone past it before the fire started? Mm. But then, did you know that there was a fire? No, I didn't know that there was kind of when when I was running through it, there was kind of crackling all around and kind of some sort of yeah, the smoke. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so where you're running through it and you're thinking, maybe this Something. is normal. It's Australia. I don't know if this is what, what happens all the time. Maybe the whole place is on fire in that summer. I don't know. Um, so I didn't know that now. And I didn't even know the others had, had turned around either. I was still desperately wow. hoping they wouldn't catch me out and sort of just looking over my shoulder, making sure I didn't hear, see Mark. So Mark had always said he was going to run with Steve for the first bit and then uh, quite often Steve will, will say, okay, well, you can yeah. head off now. That's what happened at the Black Hall when they did it. So that was, I think, their plan on the day. That, But they end up staying together. So I was always expecting Mark to catch me up anyway because, I, I, like I said, I hated it. And the second half of it almost walked most of it. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, so I was after expecting to just for uh, see Mark just bounding past me at some point. I didn't realise they'd, they'd been stopped and turned stopped around. So yeah. I was just happy to finish that day. I really didn't enjoy it. <laughs> so I got home and signed up for 100k instead. Yeah, I, I was going to say, it didn't that. put you off that much, did it? Oh, no. No. That'll fix it, surely. <laughs> and if that doesn't work, I'll do a 200 yeah. is, that, is that the goal? Is that the future uh, plan? My, my goal is to, to, to always do more than Mark. So he's, 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 ten by rage. he's ten, 10 years younger than me so he's got the edge there but he's uh he's doing this last one standing and that is up to 100 miles so you're doing this a six and a something yeah, yeah. Loop. Yeah. Uh, so he might end up doing 105k in which case even if i do this 100k he still would have done further than me so who knows what my um oh yeah, yeah. hopefully my wife isn't going to listen to this <laughs> so you're, you're looking for a hundred miler then somewhere yeah yeah maybe Wow. We'll just see see how this one goes. Wow, that's impressive. It's, that's it's impressive goal. to say it though. I've not done it. Yeah, I mean, but, but it's out there. It's, it's re- out there. It's yeah. like yeah, like Chris by rule of this podcast, you've you've essentially signed up, <laughs> haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll have to find one in Australia. Otherwise, you're over to Western States or Leadville or something like oh, that. Yeah, that sounds yeah. fun. Make a holiday out of it. Yeah. yeah. So that's so um, Black All Hundred next for you, Pete. What's what's for you, Chris? Uh, I mean, if anyone asked me, um, the one that runs, I've got um, I'm doing Spartan in October. So um, explain the Spartan. Explain the Spartan. Um, So they they were a group of people. (laughs) (laughs) They made a really great movie about it. Exactly Um, three hundred. Three hundred. Yeah. Um, Spartan is a an obstacle course uh, racing. So that is uh, trail runs with with obstacles thrown in there. So if you think of something like that's why he's using the chin up. That's why I'm doing the chin ups. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Got to. Got to. 
bulk up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Literally climb the wall. Yeah. Um, so think of like you might have heard of like the Miss Muddies or Tough Mudders tough Mudder, or yeah. uh, 5K Foam Fest is another one that's mm-hmm. that's, that's local. Um, True Grit's another one. I've done a, f- a few of those as well. So um, yeah, having a really great time. Lots of mud pits, lots of climbing stuff. Um, Spartan, I've done a couple times. Um, it's got quite a competitive edge to it however i i definitely put the ceiling on the competitive part and i always go to the open races which um there's no penalties you know it doesn't matter if you know uh in the proper timed ones if you fail an obstacle they make you do uh 20 or 30 burpees oh, um oh, yeah, that's yeah, nasty. yeah so i'm not gonna do that one you know like yeah, <laughs> yeah i failed an obstacle why would i want to do burpees <laughs> yeah, exactly. um, so I, do, I i really do have fun with it so there's the it really does work the the masculine vibes like there's even one obstacle which is which is you throw a spear at a target um, <laughs> so there's a lot of yeah i'm, I'm, I'm such a man <laughs> yeah really um so i've done a, a 10k of those uh, of that before just a single but they've got yeah over it's in october it's in the gold coast and um the one that i've signed up for is actually called the trifecta so that is a full weekend's worth where I do a 20K and 30-something obstacles on the Saturday. And on the second day, you do the 10 and then the 5 back-to-back. So wow. you end up doing, you know, 35 kilometers in total. And they're all got obstacles. Each of them have got yeah, obstacles. obstacles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, they recycle the same ones. So yes, I end up doing course, the, the yeah. same obstacles mm. a few times. So, so you yeah. can come home with sore shoulders as much as... Sore legs. Abs- absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, even the last 10 I did, I um, there was this wall climb where I, it was made out of timber and I'd ran up it and I clipped my, my finger. And this was before um, the rope climb or the mud bits. I was relatively clean at the time and I'd actually taken the top of my finger off. Um, and so Ow. just blood's coming off and you're kind of like, oh, well, there you go. You know, you kind of shake it off, but then realize later on that I haven't done the rope climb yet and I haven't jumped in the mud pit yet. And I haven't got the mud all infected. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, that's part of my plan is to not get injured on that first day. (laughs) Good plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a really low bar. So you got your Spartan race. Got the Spartan. And I've I've said it out loud before, so I've got to commit, is that next year I'll want to do Guzzler 50. That's Yeah, that's... I got I got That's a great challenge. so much FOMO from from the guys that <laughs> this year and coming off the back of the marathon, you know, you're feeling quite good about yourself and then you go, Oh, could I? Like, no, I'm still really sore. I can't do that. <laughs> so will you do Goldie Marathon or just like Um oh, next well? year. Oh yeah, I I think I'm hundred percent there. And um the good thing that I've I've done like I'm not doing Sunny Coast myself, so that's definitely another event that yeah. I want to do. Um, you know, I did Brisbane half this year. I really want to be able to do, you know, uh, Brisbane full, I think the thing that I've got to really stop myself from doing is signing up for everything all at once <laughs> because given the opportunity, I will 100% do that in a calendar year and then be looking for something else to do. <laughs> so i got to space it out. I've got to space it out as much as possible. So, um, yeah, otherwise I get too excited. <laughs> it is exciting though, isn't it? Is, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. super exciting. And that's some great yeah. goals though. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Well, anything else you guys want to say yeah. before we sign off? This has been a fantastic conversation. It has. It's been yeah, lots of it. fun. Mm. Lots of fun. Any yeah. final words, words of, of wisdom? Words of wisdom. Words of wisdom. 
I'm not very wise. So <laughs> you're looking yes. at me. You can. <laughs> um, look, I, I suppose you asked you asked Pete the question as well earlier about um, uh, how he structures, you know, you, his runs and things like that mm. with family and everything like that. You know, um, um, you know, in the position where I've I've got my lovely wife who is so supportive of, of going out through there. Love you, Nicole. Love you, Nicole. Yeah. Absolutely, she is the best support crew ever, um, and she, she is just someone who's adapted to me getting up at those four thirties, and you know, she'll get up and do some schoolwork in the mornings as well so um i think that's that's for me being she's not a child she's a teacher yes sorry yes yes, yes, yes. Ooh, yeah. um yeah i think that's the biggest thing that's been for me is that um that support has come come with yeah. it as well not just in training um you know while you physically to get to that point mm-hmm. has just been it just makes it so much easier and then that drive there as well you know um when we started talking about Bruce to Brisbane again for this year Nicole put her hand up and go oh cool you know I'm going to be support crew you know like, yeah. like she did last year and it's just like okay cool so I'm signing up for it I suppose <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so, we appreciate yeah. that too yeah 100% that's amazing yeah, yeah. what she does yeah. that's just adds to that whole notion of community that's it yeah yeah but I've, I've just always found that you know getting to the the, the training or getting to the start line is 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 and is so important and being yeah. able to have that support network to get you there. I think it's just, it's not doable if you don't have those around you who are supporting you mm. to, to get to that point. So, yeah. Very true. Mm. Wow. Very true. Yeah. And I'm just going back to what I said earlier. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to enjoy it. You do. Uh, and a lot of that is having the support important. crew and having the, yeah, yeah the friends and, and whatever. So, yeah. Whether it's park run, runners jam, whatever. Mm. Just, just get out so there and make friends. So much better than running alone, isn't it? Totally. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. I've actually tried to do a couple of runs of my own since the marathon and it's just like, oh, where is everybody? What's going on? What's going on? <laughs> I want to have a chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's a person in there. What are you doing, friend? You know? <laughs> oh, you don't want to talk to me? Okay, fair enough. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. And I love our catch-ups at, you know, on the Sunday on after the Sunday our long mornings, runs you yeah. know, at Nodo. And Absolutely. Yeah, that's really an important part yeah. you know, of the fun. It's a fun time, yeah. Well, guys, thank you so much for um, being here and sharing your incredible stories. Thank you. Just Great so stories, good to have you. you know. yeah. And if you want to check us out, we are on um, Facebook. So just look for Runners Jam on Facebook or Instagram as well. So we're on all our socials. And you, you also can check us out on our website, runnersjam.com.au. So. You forgot the www. I was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> he, he knew he'd leave out one W. <laughs> yeah. I, just, I, I always seem to miss one. So I'll just say, runnersjam.com.au. You can check us out on the web. <laughs> and, of course, we're on all um, Spotify, etc. So Exactly. Yeah. yeah, all the podcasts are up there as well. It's amazing. Cool. Okay, guys, thank you so much again, Chris. Thank, thank you, you so, so much, much again, Peter. Thank you. Uh, we really enjoyed this conversation, and I'm hoping that so many nuggets there are they? You know, that people can sort of draw from. Lots and lots. So we might just say goodbye and see you all next time. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks, guys. Yes. I love how you just okay. went like soccer. And then half marathon. I, I just like wait, wait, wait. Okay, no, yeah, what, what no, did you I miss? Over a bit. Yeah, what, what exactly. But there was no park run then or anything. There was no, you know, you have to enter a race. So yeah, it's just right. whichever one you see in the newspaper, like back in the local newspaper. Where it's yeah. just yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, they'll do that one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because park run just started just the year before you moved to Australia, didn't it? it? No, um, I'm sure it started in 2004. Did it? Okay. Yeah, I thought it yeah, was. I'm not sure when it started. But, you know, the London Marathon, Pete, that would have been, like, that's an amazing event, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, 
my favourite. Oh, it's yeah. written down here in case you oh, ask. Yeah. My favourite course. I've written yeah. down here. London. Yeah. I didn't really have to write it down. I'm sorry. Why? So why was it? Why was it your favourite? Uh, I think just. Like the first half of it's pretty, you're going around sort of the dodgy rubbish parts of London, but um, the sort of, so you've got the crowds, which is amazing. There's like 35, 40,000 people doing it. There's a lot yeah. of people. It took, I think the first year it took me about 20 minutes to get across the start line because you start at the back. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, but then the second half of it, you've got all the, um, yeah, the Houses of Parliament, the Westminster Buckingham Palace, you know, yeah. support, you, you're running past all the sort of the iconic, iconic places yeah. Yeah. Uh, in London. I think that's what, what I really like about it. It's just so huge. It's like live on TV. It's got, it is. you know, it's the whole day sort of really taken up on TV or whatever. And you've done that three times. I've done it six times. Six times? Yeah, I did it three <laughs> times. Wow. I did it three in times and then... Because like you said, it's a lottery, isn't it? Yeah, or, it's a lottery. Yeah. I don't yeah. know how the lottery works. I did. I got rejected twice and then I got accepted three times in a row then I didn't enter the following year yeah and then a couple of years later I entered and didn't get in and then I got accepted three years in a row again so I don't know wow how that works yeah um because you obviously that was when you were a lot younger so what were your times then were um, they sub threes at that point no the my fastest London was 308 um, <laughs> but that was just <laughs> before enough, just before yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I lived with, uh, um, I used to live in a house share and there was a, a girl there who, my, I used to get, th- three years in a row I got three hours 56, so that was obviously my natural running speed. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then she got 340 or something, so I just couldn't let her beat let me. So when I, did, I did the Amsterdam with, with her and another housemate, um, and then I got 320 there, I think. Um, and then, yeah, just before moving out here, um, I did the London and got 307. Um, and then... It was always just the challenge then to get under under three so hours. So did you do the, the sub three? Sub three I did in Melbourne. Um, what year then, was that? I've got it written down. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> 2015. 2015. Yeah, okay, so yeah. I, I went down there, Melbourne, 2015, got the that, and then um, 2017 I did uh, Gold Coast in the same in 2:58 again. Mm. Um, I did Logan in. Three hours and thirteen seconds. Um, oh, just, <laughs> but it's not quite a forty-two point two, though. Is no, it? Yeah, that's yeah. why I didn't try and like. Yeah. The, I was talking to the the uh, organisers afterwards, and they were they swore it was forty-two point no, two, but not. it wasn't. Um, yeah. And my watch was coming up a, a kilometre short, yeah. and uh, even with corners cutting out on your yeah, yeah, yeah. Set weather. Mm. So I probably could have like got under three hours, yeah, because you know, that last K, you're thinking I could have sprinted, but I thought it's not going to be. Yeah, it's not, not a enough course. What's anyway. the point in trying yeah. to kill myself for the last? Last bit. Uh, and Townsville in 2018, I got third place, which I was really happy with. because wow, I got that's a, Overall? Oh, that's an overall yeah, placing, Peter? That's I've got great. I've got one of those big novelty checks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. So I got to stand on the thing with this. I still got the check. They let you keep the checks. Oh, so I still got cool. this big check at home for um, $750. <laughs> so that was pretty, that's pretty that's exciting. That's very cool. Um, yeah, what, so what time was that, Peter? That was a sub three? or No, that was about 3.07 or okay, something as yeah. well, yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I checked the results the following year. That wouldn't have got me even like a top 10 place. It was just luck that, yeah, day, yeah, that year, yeah, I think, or yeah. the condition. I don't know what it was, but I was just pretty fortunate that yeah. That's yeah, that, that was a, that got me some money. That's like three pairs of running shoes. Yeah, that was pretty cool. So what time do you want to hit next time? Curious. I wasn't actually lying when I said I wanted, that's kind of my goal was to not stop like because there was yeah. two, two parts where I was walking and that was yeah. devastating for me it was actually um it was very early on I actually passed the 340 paces 
at Goldie and it was that was great because that was like so far ahead of where I wanted to be. I was mm. like, oh, that's fantastic. And then when they passed me with about three k's to go, that was just like, oh, oh yeah. Um, mm. uh, but uh, yeah, so that's kind of how I actually started doing park run as well. My first times were kind of like walk run, walk run. Yes. Mm. And then it was like, okay, I need to even it out. I need to get. Mm. So that's kind of where my head would go, and then. So I think if long, long-term sort of goals, it would be, okay, get through that without stopping or walking. Yeah. And then it's okay, then we concentrate on getting those times down if, mm. you know, if I shift to that. So, yeah. Because do you hit the wall at all, Pete? I never, just, definitely have done. And I don't fully understand what it is, possibly because okay. it's never happened. Yeah. But um, Yeah, you know it if it's happened. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've seen pictures of people just flat out on the floor and they say, yeah. hit the wall sort of thing. Yeah. And I've just, I've just don't really fully understand yeah, for me it was a really weird feeling, like because I was running really happy, yeah, feeling fine at sort of mm. five forty pace. I think I was, mm. I think I did mm. mine in, and I was happy as. And then all of a sudden, I felt like I was still running, or my brain thought I was still running. But yep. then it was just sense. like, yeah, yeah, oh, it's like I'm stuck. Slow it's motion. kind of being, yeah, 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 yeah. it was yeah. just the weirdest thing. I okay. remember going, oh, yeah. this must be the wall. Yeah, and it was. I was looking at my watch, going, oh, you know, because I was going from those. Probably at five fifteens at that point, I was like, "Oh, okay, oh five thirty, okay, that's all, you know, still good, still good." Next K is like, "Oh, five forty-five, oh okay, next, oh that's six, oh oh okay," and then it was okay. Now I'm walking. It's just, yeah, where did that come from? You're mm, just like, mm. what on earth? Yeah, it's so weird. Eh? Yeah, I don't know if I told um, you guys. I was, I was reminiscing with Matt uh, about it on on Tuesday, but so he left me at the um, at the thirty-two mark, and of course you do. That's pretty much where yeah. you end up mm. doing the return. Yeah. And he ended up coming back again at the at, at the thirty nine. Mm. It was very yeah. very close mm. to the end, and he th- he he used the words delirious, which I don't particularly like. But that's you know <laughs> I mean, it's his it's words, not mine. But I I'd gone from um, absolutely like elated, just you know you passed that bit. You know there was if anyone saw us, we were like pointing at the crowd and getting them yeah. to like yeah, you know, yeah. hey cr- cheer for me sort of thing. Yeah. And then you know I'm crying like literally crying, going Matthew, I'm so happy to see you. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like I'm yelling at him, going Matthew, something's wrong. He's like, what's wrong? I'm like my leg is not working. I don't know why. <laughs> I was recalling that to him. He's like, I can't believe you remember that. I'm like, yeah, I was like lucid, but you know. <laughs> and he pulled out like one of my gels, and I used quite a specific gel, and I'm like, Nicole made you come back didn't she she gave me my gels and came back and she's like he's like she told me to go when i you know give it to you when i was said i was heading out i'm like you're lying <laughs> i was just uh, i was yeah probably yeah, delirious i think <laughs> that's so funny yeah but he got me through that was that was yeah he got me through the end which is great so yeah that's good I just can't believe you haven't hit the wall, Pete. That's oh, that's amazing. how fit. That's how fit you are, Pete. Obviously, you just. Or you just pa- do you run your marathons even paced? Pretty even much, when you're not yeah. yeah. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like when I was doing the aiming for the sub three hour, I was pretty spot on with me. I got yeah. doing the four forty four. So yeah. I was aiming for like four forties, and most of them were between. Okay, a couple at the end might be yeah, longer yeah. when you run uphills yeah. towards the end, but yeah, most of them were between like four thirty five. Now, sorry, that's. 14 to do three hours so most of them between like four and four ten so um do you actually look at your heart rate pete throughout these throughout this no uh, just don't take any notice of that <laughs> don't want to know. <laughs> if it's going to explode you just just, just see it bulging out of your chest <laughs> <laughs> it's probably so low i'm thinking that's why it doesn't hit the wall like are so you low. are you working like does it feel like you're working really hard or 
Um, it's comfy. My heart it? doesn't. Yeah. I've never really, you know, running up hills and that does. Yeah. But if I'm running, say, a three-hour marathon, my heart's not sort of jumping out my chest or anything. It's yeah. it's fairly like your legs get tired and, yeah. and whatever. Yeah. But I don't find it. It's it's not too much of a stress on the old heart. Oh, yeah, that. No, he amazing. says I'll have a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, oh, that's so good. In the London marathon. We want to be like right? you, Pete. Yeah. When oh, I grow well, up. Yeah, was, yeah. When you grow up, when you reach fifty, yeah. <laughs> Shame I hit it before you. Eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was going to bring that up in the thing about what, when I said I turned fifty. I was like, well, still not the oldest in the room. No, <laughs> no we're not. We're young. No. That's right. I mean, the old man. I like when you said you first was it nineteen ninety. I was just like three years old. I was doing the maths on some of it because yeah. I, was, I was in England from 95 till 98. So, oh, okay. That's yeah. the first three marathons you did for those yeah, three years. Yeah, right? no, no, I was like, oh, out running marathons. I had kids at home then. Yeah. <laughs> I was looking up the kids. kids. In the same place. Yeah. At the same time. Yeah. 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 And now it's connected back. Yeah, that's right. That's it. It's a funny world, isn't it?